listeners, you are listening to another episode of That's Entertainment. I am your pop culture maven, Jeff Malone, and with me as always, live from Hampton, Maine, is my Aunt Beth Woods. Aunt Beth, it's the Ides of March, at least on the day that we're recording it is. How are you doing? I'm doing uh, Ides. Well, no, that doesn't work. I'm doing fine. (laughs) Just freezing. The only thing I'm going to say about the weather, because I always talk about it, is that it's about 40 degrees, no more than 40 degrees colder today than it was three days ago. Our, it was 12 today. Oh. And it was in the mid to high 50s on um, Friday. So, well, <laughs> so we, we dropped you, from about 65 to 35. Yeah, so everybody dropped, I guess, but. Uh, it's supposed to warm up a little. Yeah, you guys had gorgeous. Well, we did too for here. But yeah. yes, I'm doing fine. I'm warm. Oh, you're warm enough to unzip your jacket. Yeah, you can take I'm it off. taking my jacket off. <laughs> well, we've oh. got a couple of guests on the show tonight. So, hey, Beth, I think we better introduce them and not waste their time, don't you uh, think? Yes, I think we should. Okay, well, first off, making a return appearance, you know him from the Saturday Night Live episode, live from Yardley, Pennsylvania, it is my dad, Bob Malone. Dad, uh, what's going on? Hi, well, thank you, welcome, and thank you for inviting me back. I guess that's a good sign. If I was only, (laughs) if I was on once and I was never asked back again, that would not be too good. That's right. uh, like I said, thank you for welcoming, for asking me back. We're glad you're back. Thank you. Yeah, it's always good to talk to you. Uh, we talk, Dad and I, we talk often about entertaining topics. Uh, we don't always record those conversations, but uh, I guess once a year or so, or maybe a few times a year, that happens. And mm-hmm. this is one of those times. And okay, moving on to a first-time guest coming to us live from Orlando, Florida. This is another pop culture maven, the host of the Community Rewatch podcast. Please welcome Jen. Jen, how are you on this fine evening? Hello, I'm doing well. I was about to chime in with, uh, I don't have cold weather stories for you. I have, it was almost 90 today stories for you. So yay. I guess. I I just, yeah, (laughs) I just complain about the weather basically from here all through the summer. So it's pretty much like this nonstop. It's too hot. So, you know, sunscreen. We have more variety, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So, yay! Excited to be here. Okay. Uh, Jen, you're this is your first time on the show, and you don't just get to meet my aunt. You you're like <laughs> part of the whole family now it's with family my dad. Affair now. <laughs> now I am a regular listener of your podcast. Um, I don't believe you've ever had any relatives of yours on the show. I know you've had plenty of guests. No, I've the closest I've had is some of my best friends who've like been my friends for oh gosh now over five five to seven years I feel like we've known each other so it's it's like it's basically like we've recorded our conversations that we normally have when we're not <laughs> recording so mm-hmm. we're coming back this season again and I'm very excited because it's basically just going to be like what we do normally and sit around and talk so oh, cool. yes but yeah 
Yes. And people like to listen to friends having conversations. At least I do. I do too. I like that. Like casual feels like you're just dropping in on a friend hang kind of Mm -hmm. atmosphere. Well, I think that's kind of related to the topic at hand that we're discussing today. I mean, we'll get into it. I mean, uh, for uh, any new listeners or any old listeners who like to be reminded on that's entertainment, we pick a pop culture topic and discuss it according to the three F's first favorite and forever. And our topic today is the Disney plus series WandaVision. But before we get into that, we have uh, some shopkeeping to take care of. Yeah, Beth, did you listen to the uh, most recent karaoke corner? I just did today. Oh yes, I enjoyed it. Your other brother, besides my dad, isn't your only brother. Your other brother, my uncle Martin, he provided the uh, the bands for me to take a crack at on that one. Did you listen, Bob? I did not. Did not know. Do can you guess any of his choices? Uh, Van Morrison. Oh, that was one. Was it? Yes. (laughs) Um, Oh, good guess. No, I don't know who else he would have picked. The, um, George Harrison and the Eagles. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it was good, good choices, Jeff. And um, then on the way, I had a um, X-ray this afternoon, and on the way after I listened to your podcast, I mean to the, yeah, to the karaoke, I was driving and Brown Eyed Girl came on. Oh. I was like, oh, because that was the one he picked for Van Morrison. They must have heard me discussing it, I, and they knew they yes, had to I play. Guess. I guess so. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I think springtime is often quite a busy time in pop culture, uh, as that, exemplified by Wandavision just wrapping up its season. That's why we're talking about it. But also, uh, we're recording this on the fifteenth, and earlier today the Oscar nominations were announced, and just yesterday the Grammys were held. And the March Madness bracket was revealed. Has there ever been all this much excitement in a span of 48 hours? I don't know. I forgot about the Oscar nomination. Have you seen any of them yet? No, I've got to check it after. I was going to ask everyone's quick reactions to them. I know, I didn't even look. I'll have to look. Do you have any thoughts, Dad? This... I probably have seen less of the movies. I mean, I was able to see some because they were streaming, but yeah. the inability to go to the movies, I have seen less. Yeah. So that was a little disappointing. Um, I was um, surprised that um, One Night in Miami seemed to get some snubs. Regina King, I had thought was going to be oh. nominated, wow. and um, they seem to. And I think they only got one acting nomination. So yeah. that was yeah, that was Leslie the, Odom Jr. Yeah, that was the um, the biggest surprise uh, for me yeah. and, and disappointment. Um, the I think most of the actress nominations were pretty much what what was expected. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I. Otherwise, I was not too surprised. But again, uh, hadn't even. Uh, what was the uh, the sound? Was it the Sound of Metal? Is that the, I hadn't sound heard. Of metal. Any, yeah. Yes, I hadn't heard anything about that, and that got quite a few. 
Yeah, that's I think kind of flown under the radar a bit, but it yeah. has been getting mm -hmm. a did lot of nominations. That, yeah, I did. I um, saw a screener of it a few months ago. I'm not. I think it's streaming, but I don't know if it's like on demand streaming. Or yeah, it might be because like I want to see. That's the thing. Like I'm not our like often co-host audio editor Chels will tell you like I don't watch movies famously I don't watch a lot of movies oh. <laughs> but it's just like I usually don't go see them the ones that are nominated for Oscars but because they were some of them were put on streaming this year like especially like things like One Night in Miami, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom like you know um, Nomadland like that I got to mm -hmm. watch like so they're TV yeah, now this year yeah. yeah so it's like now I got to see some of them but then some of them like Minari and Promising Young Women are available for streaming, but like for twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Like, oh, like I want to watch this, but like, oh, it's I so know. expensive. That's it's forty dollars so... for two movies. I mm -hmm. can yeah. it be cheaper, please? Because I'm like, uh, oh, like I really want to see those two yeah, specifically because they've I... gotten a lot of like recognition, and I haven't yeah. seen them yet. But I'm like, it's theoretically like, worth yeah. it if you've got like a group of five people yeah. Yeah. and you're splitting the cost. I can't, I can't justify it just for myself. Yeah, exactly. Be like, hey, everyone. That's how our uh, niece justified watching the paying for the Smurf movie last year. Because <laughs> they said we would have taken the kids to see it. So we paid $20 or uh, whatever. Yeah. Was yeah. it Smurfs or Trolls? Oh, I don't know. Those. Was that, what was that last summer? That was oh, I think it was Trolls. Trolls. And it made okay. so much money yeah. because people yeah. stayed in and watched it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I think that there's a lot, like a lot of it was expected based on the Globes and kind of the SAG winners and nominees. But there were some, I feel like there were a few snaps. Yeah, Regina King, like I would have loved to see her in director. Yeah. But yeah. historic two women nominee and mm -hmm. a lot of uh, Asian American first time like, nominees and groundbreaking so that's pretty cool but yeah there's I mean I've seen I saw like soul and over the moon so I've seen some more of like I'm like oh good I've seen I've seen more Oscar noms because I've <laughs> yeah. seen like a couple animated <laughs> yeah. ones some real so like hopefully I'll see promising young woman and yeah before I want to what Beth? I was gonna say maybe they'll lower the price yeah, before the Oscars. Mm -hmm. nice. Before the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to. Oh, my last comment, Jeff, for um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh that's yeah, yeah, that's on. HBO they were both both actors were as were supporting actor. Right. I, I guess supporting. I guess I the I guess the end the A N D was the lead. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I think Lakeith Stanfield. So Daniel Kaluuya was expected mm -hmm. to be supporting because he'd been nominated as supporting yeah. and everything else. He won the Golden Globe for supporting. Oh. But Lakeith Stanfield hadn't really been getting too many nominations. He oh. had been, the studio had been campaigning him for lead. Oh. So it was Academy voters who overruled that and decided to make him supporting but i mean oh. that's like a strategy like sometimes if you have mm -hmm. two actors in the same movie if they're really both leads the studio might campaign one for lead and one for supporting yeah so they both have that. a chance to win which is what the studio did but the oh. academy oh. said it oh, so i don't know what that is all about yeah that was the strangest yeah. that, that was the strangest thing when i was watching hmm. I yeah I, I will check it out after we're done with this. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. That actually well, is on streaming that I need to check out because that's on yeah. HBO Max. But only for oh, well, like a week or that. two more. Oh. Yeah. Well, then I'm watching that this week. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, HBO Max, they're doing it's like their 2021 releases. They're on HBO Max the same time as theaters, but only for the first um... month. Hmm. Maybe they'll extend it a little more for this one since it's an Oscar. It's like an Oscar contender. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to, the one nomination that caught my eye a movie i hadn't heard of before but i love the title in documentary feature my octopus teacher <laughs> have I you seen it bob sue and i saw that several months ago uh, fantastic it's oh, fantastic really? and i said oh so we want i want that to win now i haven't seen other ones great for school children but it's it's entrancing it's fantastic cinematography it's wow. it's un, an unbelievable story where'd you see it i had read about it um probably in time and um it's a i think he's south african and he just starts to to dive every day i think it's part he's it has been a diver but it's to treat his depression and he follows this one octopus and it, it's just it's it's enthralling and trancing or whatever yeah it looks like it's, it looks like it's on netflix I, oh, yeah okay. i think so oh wow all right and they, okay right. Well, that we'll is we couldn't resist talking about the oscars right. but we have so much to talk about in yes, our main topic at hand Yes, as I mentioned, it's WandaVision, which I believe we all watched the every episode of and enjoyed. Am I correct mm. in that assessment? Correct. Yes. yes. Loved. Yeah. Loved. And Aunt Beth and I, I think we both thought this was a perfect topic for us to cover because here on the pod, we're all about putting things into context. And this one is interesting because it's like how does it fit in the context of the marvel cinematic universe and in the tradition of family sitcoms which it references and homages in every episode so that's that's how we'll be covering it and i'm gonna go ahead and give a little introduction to set the scene and i might insert a little clip from the show both right here so editing note to self Wanda and Vision, aren't we a five pair? This is our home now. I want us to fit in. Oh, this is gonna be a gas! Over the years, there have been plenty of families on TV, and plenty of people grew up watching those sitcom clans. One of those viewers was a scarlet witch named Wanda Maximoff. Eventually, she even magicked her way into her own sitcom. You know, that old story. <laughs> WandaVision. That's what we're discussing here on this episode of That's Entertainment. So, as I mentioned earlier, we break this podcast into three sections called First Favorite and Forever, and... On this edition, I decided, as we've done a few times, I've decided to compress the first and favorite sections into one super section. So we're going to discuss our personal origin <laughs> stories 
regarding the Marvel Cinematic Universe and family sitcoms. So I guess we'll go around the horn, first covering the MCU, and then back around the horn covering family sitcoms. So uh, let's let our first time guests go first. So Jen, what is what was your first exposure to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? What's your favorite MCU movie? Uh, do you generally consider yourself a fan of the MCU? So I literally just had to look it up because I was like, how old was I when Iron Man came out? So I was in college when Iron Man came out. And I'm I'm pretty sure that that was my first exposure because it was like, this is a new thing and it's big and it's important. <laughs> and I was like, I don't read comic books, but everyone seems excited about it. <laughs> we've talked on my pod for uh, a while about like how rom-coms at a, one point were like the huge summer blockbusters. And like, I remember Iron Man being like the thing in my mind where I went from watching like, you know, how to lose a guy in 10 days or like a Cinderella story in theaters as a summer blockbuster to like Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but Iron Man was definitely the first introduction to the MCU for me in terms of film. Um, and I, I've like, I fell off at one point. Uh, I feel like, so like I watched the Spider-Man movies, like, but I wasn't super into the MCU um and then for some reason I just got like more and more into it later on so I I consider my like favorite MCU films at this point and I've done a rewatch of a lot of them so Thor Ragnarok is like one of my MCU comfort film like I watch that so much uh and I put that on when I need a good laugh and when I need to feel happy uh and then the ant-man franchise is also like probably right up there um i love ant-man and ant-man and the wasp and i just i think it's right exactly in my sweet spot for m for the mcu which is like this is funny but also it drives plot and it also has comic booky stuff and so i like that kind of combination and Paul Rudd because who doesn't love yes. Paul Rudd? Let's be real. Come on. So you're saying you like Paul Rudd more than Jeff Wenger does. I mean, I love Paul Rudd. So yes, from clueless to now, I like to refer to him often as Paul Rudd, the ageless wonder. Um, Cause he just, he's aged he's so, well. so cute. Um, but yeah, no, I, I consider myself to be like a cat, like a fan of the MCU. I'm not, deep into comic book lore I think when I like read articles about like here are the comics and the backstory I appreciate that but I'm not one of those people who like grew up or reads comics or anything like that so I feel like I'm in that spot of just slightly above my sister who's more casual when she watches the MCU films like I'm immediately goes to the internet and sees like what all the easter eggs are kind of thing so yeah more than just a casual fan but like less than a super fan (laughs) you looked at the easter eggs before you see it or right after no right after like i'm not one of those people necessarily i think with the mcu films i try to stay unspoiled it was really funny because i went to go see with my friends who've been on the pod we went to go see um black panther together and we went to go see infinity war together and my friends were so anti-spoiler that they immediately saw that there was an Infinity War screening that was coming out of the theater and we ducked all into a theater that was showing a quiet place so that they would not hear anyone talking about anything as they passed mm. by. So we're like, we gotta go. Um, but yeah, I, I'm generally one of those people who I'm okay with spoilers, but with the MCU, I kind of 
try to stay unspoiled um, yeah. as much as possible just because it's more fun. Uh, I think yeah. so too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ted, you're up next. Let's hear um, your MCU story. Okay. I did see Iron Man when it came out. Now, my story is that I read comic books since I was about seven or eight, um, but I was a DC fan, so I did not read as many Marvel comics. Oh. Um, started I, Then I started to read Spider-Man in high school. Um, but, you know, basically if a uh, comic book movie came out, I was seeing it, um, but I didn't know as much about some of the Marvel heroes, and I don't think I had really read any Iron Man, but I liked it a lot, and I liked uh, Mr. Downey, um, yes. and, you know, enjoyed that movie, and I've seen all, most of the movies, um, but never sometimes I've been overwhelmed by them and not following all the continuity. But I, when I looked at all of them, I said, wait, what's my favorite? And I can't pick one because I, Beth, I think I saw Guardians of the Galaxy with you. Yes. And, and I yeah. thought that was just one of the, and I didn't think it was as related to the others, but that, that was just one of the funniest movies mm. I've seen ever and great <laughs> soundtrack too. Um, and, uh, but I also like Black Panther as just, just such a self-contained, yes. you know, just created their own world. And, and I just love that. But I also like, even though they've done it, rebooted it so many times, the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> and, yeah. and I like the Ant-Man movies. And one of the reasons, and I think he is cute, but one of the reasons <laughs> I like the Ant-Man movies is one of my problems. And like, I've always, like I said, I've been such a comic book fan for so long is you get to the point where so many of these movies are so apocalyptic and you're always finding, you know, what are they fighting? The universe is coming to an end and there's yeah. explosions and this and that and everything is being destroyed. And to me, Ant-Man was more of, you know, it's no pun intended. It's on a smaller scale, <laughs> but it wasn't all these, cataclysms and mm -hmm. yeah. you know and and the same thing to an extent with spider-man mm -hmm. you know you could just appreciate it it was a story both dc and marvel it wasn't like everything's being uh you know the world is coming to an end or the universe is coming to an end and so as much as i liked the movies sometimes i would just get overwhelmed and i was like oh no and so mm -hmm. i would kind of get you know the captain america and all the you know, the civil war and this, and it's like, oh boy, yeah, I'm going yeah. to this. Oh, did I see all these? Did it, you know, so yeah, I liked them, but like I said, sometimes a little overwhelmed. And, okay, let's try this one again. But like I, I said, it probably, I would, yeah. I, when I looked it up, I said, what do you mean? There's been 20 MCUs or 25? I think I've probably seen 15. Is that what so it is? Many. Yeah. So many. 23 so far. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's all these other ones planning, planned to come out. I know. But Black it's, Panther is seriously like one of the, I think it's the most gorgeous cinematic yeah, MCU yeah. film I've ever seen. It was just an experience just to watch yeah. that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I need amazing. to rewatch that. Well, yeah, my, I, 
Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say I do too, but I'm still like, oh gosh, am I gonna be able to rewatch it? Like, I know. because I know Chadwick's gone yeah. now. I'm like, oh. Did you see just as an so interruption? Jeff, was that on the Golden Globes? There was a guy talking, or did you mention that? Oh no, I'm sorry, you mentioned that on your list. Um, what the guy quizzing the kids? Yeah, they didn't. They had all these answers oh, wrong, but yeah. when he asked them, they all knew. All the little kids knew Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, they didn't know any of the others. That was like the only answer they got right. I know. That was Who's so the Black cute. Panther? Who's the Black Chadwick Boseman? Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Oh, Well, I had to go. I I went online and looked up the list of MCU movies. That's the only reason why I know there's 23. Yeah. Um, and Iron Man was the first one that I saw. It was the first one that came out. Um, and I am definitely not a uh, comic book what I would consider myself a comic book fan or an MCU fan but I love I I don't know what made me go to it maybe there was a lot of hype about it and I mean I love going to the movies did you and, have a crush on Robert Downey Jr well not that I have a crush but I I enjoy him he's got so much charisma and he's he's really good so that was probably <laughs> I said I enjoyed it very much in a large part due to him um so that was uh, the first one. But then I think my favorite, what is what you already mentioned, was probably Guardians of the Galaxy. We were all down at the Jersey Shore together. I and, believe a group wait, of, I want to say, seven of us went to it. Yeah, I know. Us mm -hmm. three, Riley, Wesley, Katie. I think Rory. Oh, Rory was, yeah, uh, was one of the yeah. summers. So, yeah, I think Rory did. And it was so just such a fun movie and like the, the soundtrack. and But I also did like the and the ant-man and the wasp might be a close second um so that's yeah and the ant-man the first ant-man or ant-man and the wasp no the second one i don't even okay. know if i saw the first one or not um i can't remember if i did but i love the the second one um and so i grew up with brothers who were comic book fans and then my nephews oh, brother. And, and i know but i just you know i don't know back then i just didn't wasn't into it. I've since liked some more of the movies. I, I looked through, I've seen about seven out of the 23, um, but I'm the same. I don't like the same thing that you said, Bob, where the, that's the end of the world or that there's just all these fighting. And I, I'd like rather have these better, good stories. Um, I loved, and this isn't MCU, but when I loved the first Wonder Woman and that to me, it was just such a great story, you know, and it, um, so if I guess, you know, probably some of the ones that I haven't seen have that. It's just that I, I don't always, there's so many movies out that when those were all coming out, I probably said, oh, there's something else that I would rather see. So, um, so that's my experience. And I did look too, cause you mentioned TV shows and I hadn't watched, I think there were only like maybe like three or four MCs. Actually, I think, I think WandaVision's like the sixth or seventh, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's Is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and yeah. like Jennifer Jones uh, or whatever. And Agent Carter. Yeah, yeah Daredevil, Luke Cage. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just oh, looking at network, I, I think. about them. But I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't watched any of the TV shows stuff, before yeah. WandaVision. They were Marvel properties, weren't they? I did watch most of those. Oh, okay. So are... All right. What about you, Jeff? So for me, yeah, I saw Iron Man, I believe opening day. It was like a week Probably. before finals 
like a week or two before finals at my let's see, sophomore year of college. And I think that one is still the best. That one is still my favorite. I've mm. seen every single MCU movie, but nothing knocked me off my seat quite like Iron Man wow. number one. And oh. at this, I have seen every MCU movie, but it's kind of more out of like a movie going obligation at this point, as opposed to general excitement. Although I do, mm. there's not been any ones that I've hated. I like, I, I see each of them and I have a good time, but there's like a certain expectation. Like they're all promoted. Like <laughs> it's the biggest movie of the year, but they release <laughs> like three of them per year on average now. So that, mm. you know, it's, there's a disconnect between the production and the promotion, although not entirely. That That's kind of, that bigness is baked into the production as well. But, uh, you know, so I, I consider myself, I'm, I'm more of a movie fan than an MCU fan, but I'm oh. other, and I, I, right. I'm also more of a Marvel fan than an MCU fan, because I like X-Men and Spider-Man more than the MCU characters. Spider-Man's in the MCU now, but I liked the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's uh, more. Yeah. And yeah, so but I do want to give a big shout out to Agents of Shield. It I did not like it its first season, and I kind of fell off for a couple seasons, but then I came back to it, and it was kind of its own weird thing that wasn't by the end of its run all that connected to the movies, but it was which I think benefited it in the in the long run. Yeah, so that's that's my Marvel fandom. So that wraps up the MCU portion of the first favorite section, and we're now we're gonna go back, sneak back around, and to discuss our where we are situated in the galaxy of family sitcoms. So, Jen, what family sitcoms did you grow up watching? What are your all-time favorites? Do you generally consider yourself a fan of the genre? Yes, <laughs> that's kind of my jam. <laughs> family and found family sitcoms. Those are all that I watch. Um, so when I was younger, I remember for sure watching uh, things like Full House, Step by Step, Boy Meets World, Family Matters. It was basically the era of family sitcoms. Um, and so I watched like all of the nine, all the nineties. I looked up today. I looked up today, like what the TGIF lineup was. If I remember, like oh, about the time that I was watching dinosaurs was also a like family sitcom that we watched technically oh. i guess right. because it was like i forgot that that show existed until we i didn't, saw we it didn't, in print Ugh. we didn't make any uh distinction between human and yeah otherwise i mean it's technically a family sitcom oh. um but like i also watched things like the nanny um because that was a huge thing and then like I definitely watched a lot of I Love Lucy growing up um, because we had, I distinctly remember having like boxed VHS sets of like diff, like the highlight episodes and it was always on some channel to stream. So I would always watch, watch that, um, especially like over at my grandparents' house and things like that. So I love family sitcoms. Uh, I pretty much just consume so many of them all the time. Um, so I'm trying to remember 
like what are my favorite family sitcoms like I mean, Full House always has a special place in my heart. Like I've seen every single episode <laughs> of that show. Uh, it was like the cheesy nineties. Yeah. You guys like, here's the lesson that needs to be learned music. And <laughs> remember when ABC sent all of the family sitcoms to Disney world for very different reasons, <laughs> like boy meets world family matters and uh, full house all went to Disney <laughs> at some point. Um, so I, I feel like that, I mean, the nanny is definitely one of my top favorites. I feel like the nanny was like, just such a fun show. And it was just also slightly like, not really edgy, but like for a kid who was watching it, it was like innuendo and edgy. <laughs> so I felt cool watching the nanny <laughs> and Fran Fine's fashion is iconic. So there's that. Um, and then like, I mean, found family sitcoms are my jam. So I could be here forever if I listed all of the found family sitcoms what, that are my favorite. Found- what do you mean by found family? So like groups of friends who become like oh, family oh, okay. to each other. So Those like community, friends. new girl friends, like all oh, okay. of everything Those. that I watch basically. Okay. Um, and yeah, I love it. I love the genre of like family sitcoms and, and mm-hmm. things like that. And so I guess they're going to count like family sitcoms as like The Office and Happy Endings because they were homaged in WandaVision. So I'm going to count them too. So okay. <laughs> So dad and aunt Beth, you grew up in the same house. So you might yeah. want to answer this question together a bit. We should actually say our favorite at the same time. <laughs> you ready? It's <laughs> the, the Dick, Dick Van, Dyke. Van Dyke show. We have, see, we have so much in common because we also have the same movie in common. And But you, you can, you can elaborate. It's on almost that. like you're related to each other. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, to me, the Dick Van Dyke show is special because that was an office slash family sitcom. It was it yeah. was special. It was a little more sophisticated. And that was one of the thing, special things about Carl Reiner. He said um, some shows before then either took place in the office or they were only the family. You know, Ozzy and Harry, the only saw at home. Um, I guess Lucy did show a little bit of work, um, but mm. it's mostly home. My three sons, it was always home. Uh, you, you know, you never knew these dads worked, but <laughs> Dick Van Dyke was 50 50. You saw what was going on in the office and you saw the, um, you saw the family just as much. But, you know, so we'll, for these purposes, we'll say it was squarely a, a family sitcom. The other family sitcom that my sister and I watched a lot would be Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> that one was a, was a favorite. <laughs> And, uh, and then there was My Three Sons um, that, that we liked a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't as much of a, a Lucy fan, but we did watch it. Um, we did watch, I guess I watched Bewitched somewhat, mm-hmm. which is very important for the purposes of, of this show. Yeah. Uh, then for the 90s, 2000s, whatever, I would say I was an observer of the shows, probably saw a lot or got them by osmosis because my kids were watching them. Um, So I can't say, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I mean, and I recognize or respond to the theme music of Full House (laughs) and Boy Meets World and uh, a lot of the others. And I said, I didn't watch it, but God, my kids, you know, watch them all the time. So, you know, I'm very aware of them. and just as a little aside, we were in Peekskill yesterday looking across the Hudson 
and there's a, a plaque there. It says, this school for the girls was the site of Facts of Life. This was, oh, <laughs> this was the setting that they used for Facts of Life. Huh. So, um, that was, and I guess we watched that too. Um, but like I said, we were uh, more, of the, more of the 50s into the 60s yeah. shows. Yeah, I'll continue on that. I mean, it's funny because you'll you can tell our ages by your yeah. Jen and Jeff's answer and Bob and my answer. But um, I felt like, well, I don't know if there because you said you thought the '90s had so many, but I, I was thinking, you know, back then there was just so many um, family sitcoms. You mentioned Leave It to Beaver. Well, when we'd stay home from school in the morning, it was like Leave It to Beaver, the Donna Reed Show. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, the Beverly Hillbillies, that one wasn't my favorite. Maybe RFD was a good one. But again, I loved My Three Sons and Bewitched. I'm, Bewitched seemed a little bit, I hate to sound, um, I don't know what the word is, it, but it seemed a little more girl oriented. Is Maybe that's why you didn't watch it as much, Bob. Hmm. Do you feel like that or... I, I never thought the husband that was... the husbands were very definitely emasculated. In, yeah, in it was. I don't know. We, but anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, we should do a whole show on Dick Van Dyke because mm. my brother and I would name every episode for you. Yeah. And <laughs> we'd lo- I mean, we just loved it. And uh, but it, it deserved it. Oh, my God. Just the best. So um, and then I was trying to think the same thing. Well, that you said as far as watching, although I don't remember like Riley watched Full House. I don't remember her watching as many of like the um, uh, TGIF ones that you guys were mentioning. Since she was already watching like SpongeBob and a lot of the animated things. Um, the only, the, so then I thought, um, you know, I still enjoy, I'm definitely a big fan, but I felt like for a while there, there weren't as many quality um, family sitcoms, maybe because I was getting older, I don't know. But the ones that I thought stood out um, as time went on were definitely The Wonder Years, which is one of my mm. other favorites. Um, and I think, well, Roseanne, which turned into the, they brought back as the Connors, I'm really enjoying that. And then, of course, we did a show on Modern Family, which I still have to get my brother to watch because I think he would really like it's it. It's on Peacock now. I think Peacock and Hulu. Oh, oh, and doing Hulu. a rewatch of it on Hulu. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, but I just—it's just kind of would bring back memories, Bob. I think you would just appreciate it because it's such good writing and acting. And um, and then there's been a few like American Housewife and Speechless. I liked, but you know, they, I didn't feel like they stood out as um, much as the earlier ones. So, but yeah, I do enjoy a good, good family sitcom. Well, so Jen pretty much already covered my childhood. (laughs) Because we pretty much had the same iconic childhood vis-a-vis sitcoms, the TGIF of it Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So I don't need to go through that again. But uh, as far as my favorites of all time go, I think the ones I'd put at the very top, the Mount Rushmore ones, are a little more recent stuff like The Middle, Suburgatory, Bob's Burgers, to throw in an animated one. My favorite one, I was looking at, I have a list of my all-time favorite shows that I made like five years ago or so. And one 
that I hadn't realized was my favorite family show because it's a different type of humor than most family sitcoms. But I'm like, oh, that's definitely about a family. And it's definitely a show I love is Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. And I still never went through all that. I think I only watched a few and then I don't know why I didn't keep watching it. But yeah. I, well, so it's, that, it's not that, a warm and fuzzy show. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> definitely a dysfunctional family. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's my favorite genre, genre, but it's probably like the most reliable genre. Like, uh, mm. you know, my favorite shows are a little wackier, a little stranger, more surreal, but I don't like every show that fits in that category. I'll give pretty much any family sitcom a chance. Even the ones that are the most cliche, there's something comforting about them. And I think the star of WandaVision would agree with us about that. Mm-hmm. And I think we're about ready to really dive into WandaVision. But yeah. first, how about some trivia? I have one. I don't know if every does every did everybody get come up with one or I did as I well. Something. Jen, you're shaking your head. No, well, I do not. Oh, that's okay. okay. We'll that's ask, f- that's fine. We'll you, ask you then. Yeah, that's fine. You can answer them. Yeah. All right. So you have one, Bob? Kind of. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, mine isn't quite a trivia question, but it's a degrees of separation. Okay. So it's three degrees of separation that Jeff, Beth, and I. So sorry, Jen. This is a little (laughs) harder for you. That we all have to the star of the show, Elizabeth Olsen. Can you tell me what it is? Can you we get have... to this? Can you get to Elizabeth Olsen? Can you get from us to Elizabeth Olsen with three degrees? Ooh. I think I know what you're referring to. Okay. So some- I'll see she... if Beth can figure it out. So it would be like shows that she was in somehow? But it's a personal kind of a personal relationship too. Oh. I think if it's what I'm thinking, it's all personal connections as yeah. opposed to professional yeah. connections. Hmm. You guys got to get. I'm not sure. Yeah, then let Jeff do it so we don't drag it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I believe you're referring. So if we go to my brother, right? Former that's entertainment guest Rob Malone. He went to NYU the same time as. Both Olsen twins or just Mary Kate? Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was one or both. Oh, okay. See, I wouldn't know this. It's either one of them or both. And then, of course, they're the sister of Elizabeth, the star of One Vision. That's it. Oh, interesting. I wouldn't have known that. (laughs) Okay, mine's specifically about the show. Um, And it's a multiple choice. What is the name of the famous song from WandaVision? So there's four choices. Aggie all along, she's so insidious, Agatha all along, or so perfidi- perfidious. <laughs> Did somebody ring in? <laughs> <laughs> that was my phone, it knows. Who rang in? You go first. I guess, you guys. I wish it were she's so, so insidious, but I think, I don't think it's that. What was the first one? Aggie yeah. all along. And there's also Agatha all along. Oh. 
She's so insidious and so perfidious. Aggie, I, Agatha all along, I'll say. Okay, does anybody else want to? I'll lock yeah, in that as well. Vote. You're all going, oh, you're all right. That's what yeah. I guess too. It was online yeah. and I clicked that one, but I don't remember it though. Uh -huh. That was, I don't even know when they showed that. But that was. Yeah. I want to say episode okay. eight. Probably. Oh, I think probably. that's when the reveal was. Seven okay. or eight. But they had been playing, fun fact, the, the musicians had been playing that riff the entire show they had just oh, strung okay. the same notes throughout different like the opening credits you know how they made them like all the different eras they'd been using the same tune subtly so oh, once really? you got to agatha all along yeah and the composers for the show are the same ones who did frozen um yes, frozen the but yeah the lopez yeah. they were like here's why that song sounds familiar you've yeah. heard it the entire <laughs> show <laughs> we're like i was like what fine oh that's that why you have awards little was yeah, that, that little rich. video that that was a yeah. good. Did you watch that, Bob? Yeah, think, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Okay, Jeff, what's your? Okay, here is my trivia cue. Not including appearances as herself. What is Elizabeth Olsen's oldest acting credit on IMDb, in which she played Girl in Car? Jesus. <laughs> I can give you a hint if you need. Was it one. In, was it in Full House? No, but it did. She did appear as herself on the last episode, or well, she showed up on the last episode of Full House, but oh. I think this was a year or two before that. It was oh, one I... of her sister's movies. Oh, I don't know any of their movies. Was it in like, uh, uh, to Grandmother's House we go? No, but that's the right idea. Like, it's an Okay, it's an Olsen movie. I'm trying it's to remember. It's one of those videos? Yes, um, it's the title is a takeoff of a classic film. Oh, classic um, film that came out in the 60s, I believe. Mr. Yeah, Olsen goes to Washington. <laughs> no. Oh, sound it's, of, uh, that's it's in 1960. The title is a takeoff oh, of an... Guess who's coming to... No. No. It's a what year? So the the Olsen movie came out in '94, but it's the movie that it's a is takeoff it, of. Is it? It, it takes two. No. no, it was a, it was a straight to video. Oh. So it was the 1962 movie that it's a takeoff of starred Henry Fonda, and Gregory Peck, and Jimmy oh. Stewart, and Debbie Reynolds. Who shot? Who shot Liberty Olsen? No, <laughs> uh, that's that's the right genre. Okay, that... the um the how the West was <gasps> how the West was won. What's we'll change one word. How the West Lost. was won, right? Well, that's the won. original movie, but what's okay. the Olsen oh. movie? No, I thought that, that. Oh no, that's not the title. Not how the it's, West was won. They changed was one. No, they changed the, the last West? word. <laughs> how the West was. Fun. Wow. Yes, you got it, Jen. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> I know I've seen this movie because it's I watched all the Olsen movies. That yeah, went straight to classic. video when I was. And she appeared. So That's she like, was pretty young in that. Well, she's. I mean, she also appeared like as herself in the Olsen's like videos when they were younger, like uh, like little music video things. That they oh, did. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. We they, spent a lot of money on those. 
I spent so much money. My parents spent so much money on the books, the the VHSs. I watched yeah. all the Olsen stuff. They had their oh, own wow. like Luth little series of books that they would put out. Yeah, that's great. That's we didn't great. have those. All right. So, yeah. So we, I mean, yeah, we all spent so much time with the Olsen twins. They were practically a part of our family. Yes. Which leads us to the forever section of this episode because it feels like Elizabeth Olsen is our is part of our family and we're seeing her make good on her talent. So we're gonna really dive right into uh, in the forever section. We we'll talk about where we are now and what look ahead to the future. So as far as Wandavision goes. Um, Let's set the scene a little bit. Did you need to be an MCU fan or a family sitcom fan to enjoy this show? And how much did your fandom and knowledge of those genres affect your experience with WandaVision? So I'll throw it back to you, Jen. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think, I think it's interesting because like I know people who are super casual into the MCU and they can watch movies and films um for sure like they definitely can watch the series I just feel like they pick up like they don't get the full experience you know like if you watched all of the Marvel films you get a certain amount of experience and like in an education as you watch things like when um when Jimmy does like the the business card hands his business card over to Monica Rambo. Like you get, if you watched Ant-Man and the Wasp that he was practicing close up magic. And that's how he ends up doing his business card is he does a trick that Scott Lang taught him um, or that he learned because of Scott. And so it's like, oh, those little moments and like the the subtleties and nuances and have payoff. I feel like if you were a fan, however, I just don't, I don't think that you have to be like a super fan to always appreciate it. I think if you are, you can appreciate different things. Like with WandaVision, I think the thing that I appreciated most is that like um, in the end, it was a story about grief uh, and family sitcoms, your knowledge of that and your knowledge of the MCU. uh, It was just kind of like extra bonus layers that you got to the show. Uh, I think that watching her transform into Scarlet Witch and seeing Monica get her powers and all this stuff is great but I think the core of the show was such that you didn't need to know everything to be able to uh, experience it but if you knew more there was stuff that paid off a little bit more for you mm-hmm. um, yeah I feel like I feel like I saw a friend of ours um, a friend of mine Connie had tweeted like this is like the first MCU kind of thing for tv nerds like hardcore sitcom nerds and that was the huge payoff for me was like not this the comic part it was like listening and watching and seeing all of the little winks and nods to different things that I grew up with and that were important so I feel like you just get a different layer if you really love all that Mm -hmm. stuff it's a good take on it what about you dad what do you think yeah like I said um even though I've seen so many of the MCU films, I've probably forgotten more than I remember. So I don't necessarily, didn't necessarily pick up on a lot of the references, but I appreciated the sitcom homages tremendously. I I would have to say that Elizabeth Olsen is my new crush because I thought she was so cute, sexy, funny, 
talented. She changed, you know, she embodied so many of the ideal sitcom women. She mm -hmm. went from 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, to the modern sitcom women. She was, you know, without obviously um, imitating them. She, yeah. she acted like Mary Tyler Moore and Elizabeth Montgomery twitching her nose and, you know, dressing like Mary Tyler Moore <laughs> to the more modern women. And I hadn't even picked up on it because I didn't watch Modern Family as much, but then talking to, and then seeing some of the scenes and when she's talking to wow. the camera, and I was like, wow, she's doing the, uh, who's- She did Julie Bowen. Like, yeah. she like yeah. nailed what it, Julie Bowen not, does. You know, it's not like a cheap imitation. She's just yeah, exactly. inhabiting that yeah. role. And just some of the times, just the way she would talk to Vision, you know, hey Vig, oh yeah, and you set the new record Vig, just the way, the way she would talk to him. Uh, I, I just thought she was really a yeah. tremendous actress and their opening scenes and, you know, just the way they got you into the, into the mood for, you know, each, okay, now we're into the 60s, now we're doing yeah. this, now we're, yeah. you know, I, I just thought it was, you know, it's like, oh, even if there wasn't a Marvel story they're telling, mm -hmm. it's like, here's this because the last couple episodes yeah. are not so much sitcom that we're getting into the story. It's like, here's six or seven episodes of a tribute to family sitcoms. Yeah. And uh, so I, that's what I really appreciated yeah. more. And I thought they played with us and teased us, you know, cause the first couple I'm like, okay, what are we watching? We're yeah. watching a sitcom. And then you start to pull away. Mm -hmm. Oh, somebody's watching it, you know, and what's going yeah. on. And yeah. I let them manipulate me a lot and, <laughs> and, and enjoyed it. And, yeah. you know, and I, I thought it was very clever. And, um, you know, and even I, I didn't see all the things that were planted there or whatever, but it's like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. you know, and then I we were talking about TV shows, movies, but then I said, oh, yeah, that's like, you know, they're changing the colors. And I did get the, the Pleasantville references mm -hmm. too and, yeah. and some of the other stuff. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, she wasn't I just thought it was well done. Yeah, she wasn't like a caricature. That's what I liked about Elizabeth right, Olsen's right. performance. Like she was just homaging everything. But Elizabeth Olsen, like in this show, I was like, wow, I care so much about Wanda. And like the movies <laughs> hardly feature her or like don't feature her a lot. And like Elizabeth Olsen really just like took this and like knocked it out of the park yeah. the entire because time. At a certain point, you're like, wait a second. Is she, are they evil? Are they, wait a, you know, are they? Yeah. And because the first few episodes were made to think, you know, we're so sympathetic to them. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, mm -hmm. oh, wait a second. Maybe yeah. we're not supposed to be yeah. Yeah. on their side, you know? <laughs> and, and you start to, you know, you start to have doubts yeah. about that. Um, yeah there was complexity to this to the show that like I didn't get from her character in the films and I think that that was the thing I took yeah. away most is like the homages just helped and especially because we find out later like why we're in the homages like why we're in a tv show mm. essentially and then it mm. just because there's that depth there like then you go back and you watch her performances you're like oh there's always like this little bit of like sadness or taking out of the the era and it's just yeah like we're meant to wonder like is she like what is she doing is she in control what's really happening yeah and the whole the whole thing being like 
again, anchored in like the idea of grief and loss is so good and coping with that. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just, yeah, that's great. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I was going to say, I feel happy to report that you don't have, I felt like you didn't have to be an Avengers. I didn't say the whole MCU, but was she mostly just in the Avengers from Wanda? I felt like first in, yeah, like all the, the Ultron. Right. Age of Ultron was your first one. I felt like you didn't have to be a fan of it to get totally engrossed in the show because I was totally engrossed. But I I hear what Jen said. I guess those would be it's fun, like because I've watched other things and where they'll do like a shout out to a certain show and you feel like you're kind of in on things when you see something like that. So I probably missed a lot of that, but I still um, was, yeah, like I said, I got totally engrossed. And I think also, I'm glad that I was a fan of these earlier sitcoms though, because that part um, just, I don't know that, what did I say? It, that just added a lot to, you know, if, I guess if, if you hadn't grown up watching those, I don't know if the show would have, mm. if you would have enjoyed it as much, cause that was such a big part of it. And it was so much fun to see that. So who I kept saying when when Bob and I would talk about it, I'd say, God, who, these writers are so creative. I mean, I've never, you know, just you think about there's, you know, a lot of the sitcoms growing up were sim, even though you loved them, but they were, you know, always kind of had the same similar story. And this was just so clever and just so creative. So oh, I'm just so glad that I, well, I only watched it because they were on the cover of Entertainment Weekly, right? About Mm-hmm. a couple months ago uh-huh. and so I read the article and I was like oh that sounds like fun when I read about the references to Dick Van Dyke and stuff I'm like oh I'm gonna watch that and as soon as I watched the first show I was like wow it was the Dick Van Dyke living room and kitchen. And I was like this is, is so good so yeah they were really good about getting you pulling you right in oh. and then the theme too of of Somewhere I read that most sitcoms um, are the underlying reason for watching a sitcom is for escapism. And that that's what they said, that Wanda, that's what she was trying to do. So what about you, Jeff? Yeah, I don't think you need to be a super fan of either Marvel or family sitcoms to enjoy this show. And partly I say that because it's hard to avoid them completely. Like you don't need to have watched them, but you'll almost certainly be familiar with them just through pop cultural osmosis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's like my dad was saying earlier, as far as 90s sitcoms goes, he didn't watch Full House or watch, <laughs> sit down and watch Boy Meets World, but he knows a lot about them just by being, by them being in the ethos so much. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, the, but I, as far as my own personal experience goes, I definitely responded more to the sitcom recreation and remixing of it all more than I did the, the Marvelization of it all. But I, in general, I like hybrid creations. But I mean, some of the things I responded to, especially, I loved. My favorite scene of the whole series was Vision's magic performance. Well, Vision and Wanda's magic performance in the second episode. 
And then I just loved the fact that there were sitcom veterans play having major supporting roles, you know, Randall Park and Kat Dennings were in there because they were already part of the MCU, but I'm like, I love Randall Park on Fresh Off the Boat, and Kat Dennings was on Two Broke Girls, which I watched some of. I like her more than I like that show. Uh, yeah. and De- I she was very good. Uh, she is from uh, Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, I believe, Kat Dennings. Oh. And uh, Deborah Jo Rupp, a, the mom, yeah. Kitty uh, Foreman from that 70s show is a, another one. And then, so her and husband- the, Who was the guy that played her husband? Looks that so was familiar. Fred Melamed, who I don't think he's ever had any regular sitcom roles, but I he's know, like I one of those guys who makes guest appearances on it, everything. Yeah. Yeah, so th- that's those are my thoughts as far as that question goes. Yeah. So then I, I posed a question to everyone. Let's all try to answer this. Let's give a rapid fire session to this question. There probably won't be a WandaVision season two, but if there is, what shows should they be homaging? What would your pitch be? So, Jen, what do you think? I don't know. Everything was so pitch perfect. I don't want to ruin it with like a bad take. Um, like, I mean, maybe like Friends is like the one thing that I didn't really see super homage. Happy Endings, The Office were in that like opening credits. Friends just feels like a cultural touchstone enough that I feel like they could do some sort of mm. even fountainy intro or something like that. <laughs> That's my vote. Okay. Oh, go ahead, Bob. I was going to. Um... I really didn't think they could. So I'll just say something completely out of the family sitcom. I'll go with Cheers and Seinfeld. Okay. Well, I- Anti-family sitcom. Oh, I was first picking ones that I liked like Leave it to Beaver and The Wonder Years. And then I thought I was on my walk and these came to me and I was like, I was proud of these choices because I thought they'd be, um, they all have like some kind of magic element. So I thought of, well, Topper was really old, but, and Get Smart and the Adams Family and the Munsters, because they all, you know, they're the, so Get Smart had lots of the gadgets and then the Adams Family and Munsters, they're kind they're of both sponsor, yeah. magic stuff. So I thought that might be kind of fun to see if they could incorporate something from that. Um, how about you, Jeff? I thought was, well, they've all, they went from the 50s all the way up to the 2000s. So they didn't skip while they didn't cover every show they didn't skip over any era so i'm like well what's going on now what do the next few years look like and i'm like well abc is really the one channel that's really has a focus on family sitcoms right now a continuing focus or they could look to there you know yeah, Blackish, mm-hmm. Mixedish, The Goldbergs, those go and are on the air right now. And but then you could look at streaming shows. Like they didn't really cover any Netflix or Hulu shows. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, well, how about we do this? Let's do something a little different. What if you go meta and have Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany play themselves as a sort of like behind the scenes peak as of WandaVision season two it's like here we are this is the show the making of the show is the show and then it starts getting a little weird and they're like they're playing themselves and they're playing their characters and they get confused and they're like 
on the press tour. There's scenes of them being interviewed by Entertainment Weekly, but then halfway through the interview, they there's these magic things happening and they're not interviewing Elizabeth Olsen anymore. They're interviewing Scarlet Witch. So something along those lines. I, I kind of get what you're, what you're going for there, but I guess it was perfection already. Like, so you, I don't know. Yes. Things, but yeah. I, I would so. not recommend a season two, at least not anytime soon. All right. We've just wrapped up the WandaVision discussion, the first favorite in forever. So now we're going to wrap up the show with uh, where we talk about where we promote ourselves and maybe throw out some recommendations and, we phrase our recommendations now. It's uh, what do you, is there anything you'd like to recommend that you can enjoy with your aunts and or nephews? So Jen, uh, what would you like to, uh, anything to promote that you've got going on or anything to recommend? I mean, you can always follow me and our podcast. You can, it's the Community Rewatch podcast. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts because there's lots of places apparently. Um, and we're on Twitter at C-O-M-M Rewatch Pod uh, and on Instagram at Community Rewatch. Um, I do not have any nephews, uh, but I, <laughs> so I'm like, hmm. Um, but I will say, since we were talking about the Oscars earlier, uh, I feel like everyone should watch... Uh, um soul and they should watch uh over the moon which are two lovely animated films um and i really like i watched them with my family and i really enjoyed both of them for for different reasons and they've got great music they've got great voice actors it's great animation so definitely recommend watching those if you're gonna watch with family members dad what do you have for us Okay, well, I'm not promoting anything. I don't have anything, but Jen, it was a pleasure to meet you. Uh, so nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, I would, uh, not too many aunts uh, I have around, so I would <laughs> include nephews, nieces, grandnephews, nieces. Does that count, Jeff? Um, sure. My wife and mother-in-law have been watching Anne with an E, and I think oh. that's oh my uh, gosh, that's so good. Yeah, I would recommend <laughs> I that to mom to, keeps. To, Mom keeps pushing me to, she says, I should cover that on. Yeah, yeah I on think I it that. got canceled though. So it makes me so sad because oh. I just wanted it to continue forever. Yeah, I heard yeah. there was a petition for the, to, for season four, mm-hmm. um, oh. but there are three seasons. And also I just started watching Ted Lasso. Oh and, my um, yes. <laughs> and I haven't seen it. We don't have Apple Plus. So we watched so it. How'd at- you watch it? Well, I, I was at visiting uh, Rob, um, oh. so we watched, we binged six or seven episodes, so I think I'm going to have to get Apple Plus yeah. and watch the rest. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis is great. He's so oh, good. He's so good. Yeah. Also so watch, funny. yeah, just get Apple okay. and watch that in Mythic Quest because I'm obsessed oh, okay. with Mythic Quest. And yeah, I wanted to watch some other things on, on Apple uh, Apple yeah. TV, right? So Ted Lasso, well, I just oh, love so it so much. It's really good. Well, I said to you, Bob, I can't believe, because I told him, I mentioned something about Apple. I might've mentioned Ted Lasso. And Maybe then I said, I, I said, I can't believe I have a station that you don't. And I <laughs> asked if nobody in your family had any Apple products because I just got, my son sent me a new, or Rory sent me this iPad. And so I get a year free of Apple and I was all excited. So I just finished Ted Lasso oh. last week and I loved it. And he, Ted, uh, Jason Sudeikis <laughs> was great. so good. So good. Um, and I just started, this was out a while ago. I don't know if you'd watch this maybe with your aunt. Not, 
not younger kids. Um, it was called Defending Jacob. Has anybody oh, watched? Oh yeah, really Chris good. Evans and uh, oh my gosh, Michelle Dockery. Yeah, they're so three it's very good. More left. It's his yeah. son is a cute. He's a police. No, he's a lawyer. Chris yeah. Evans, Captain America, and his son is accused is thirteen or fourteen. He's in eighth grade and is accused of murdering a oh, student. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. And it's very good. So, and then yeah. this one definitely don't watch this with your. Watch it with your aunt, but not your niece or nephew. It's a very odd show, but I read the book. It's called Bear Town. It's on HBO, and um, it's about a hockey, t- um, a town that's really big into hockey. And when I read it, I was like, "Oh, this sounds like maybe it's taking place in Canada." And I didn't realize until like almost two thirds of the way through that it was in Sweden. And so uh-huh. the show is actually in Swedish with subtitles, but um, it's a pretty heavy show, but I think, I don't know if you'd enjoy it as much if you didn't read the book, but that's the other thing I'm watching now that I really like. So nothing to promote. Okay, <laughs> that's that's fine. Well, I'll, as usual, mention to uh, Ken Jong, you have an open invitation to appear on th- this podcast whenever so you have time. <laughs> He, he's so busy, so but busy. He, he, I mean, any of your 15 shows that you'd like to talk about, we'll be happy to have you. Uh, and uh, if you are a listener to our show and you'd like to leave us a review, you can head to uh, ratethispodcast.com slash that's entertainment or just uh, use any of your regular podcast listening applications. And we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow us there. You can read my blog, jmoney.com. And I I am appearing on an episode of Jen's podcast, the Community oh. Rewatch podcast. Yeah. We recorded that a couple weeks ago, but I believe this episode of That's Entertainment is arriving before that episode of the Community Rewatch pod. Yes. Because that one won't be dropping, not this Wednesday, the following Wednesday. Right, so. the okay. 24th. <laughs> we so, record lots of things in advance. Yeah. Okay, the so March 24th. Uh, yeah, So, but you'll be able to listen to both of those episodes in the same week if you'd like to. <laughs> and as far as recommendations go, you can watch March Madness with your aunt aunt or nephew um i believe when i was nine years old i won my aunt's office pool for her not aunt beth but uh, uh my aunt mary i believe <laughs> we split 150 dollars whoa and yeah, yeah so if uh, i don't know if you've got an aunt or a nephew who you can team up with you, you might be able to win some big bucks i'll also mention uh, the youtube channel the take has a great video breaking down wandavision's references it's called wandavision sitcom universe so okay that's a, a jam-packed episode but i think it's time to say good night dad mm-hmm. thank you for making time out of your busy schedule of retirement Yes, Jen, thanks for joining us, uh, making Yay. time out of your busy podcasting <laughs> schedule. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you could <laughs> join us. Yes, glad fun. I could meet y'all. So much fun. Yeah. And uh, I guess it's time to say goodnight. So however you phrase goodnight, uh, go ahead and say that now. Good what night. is goodnight? <laughs>
Good night. <laughs> as, as always, uh, keep your remote sandy and your eyes open.